Welcome to Corner of the Galaxy, the show that talks 100% L.A. Galaxy soccer. We're glad you could join us. Now it's time to sit back and relax as your hosts navigate through the twisting, turning, but never boring world of the five-time MLS Cup champion, L.A. Galaxy. Hello, everybody. Welcome to Corner of the Galaxy on cornerofthegalaxy.com. Coming to you live from Corner of the Galaxy Studios here on Thursday, January 24th. The LA Galaxy preseason has started. We're ready to talk about a whole bunch of stuff, including EMLS. Uh, we also got some uh, some updates on the training schedules and who's in camp and all sorts of fun stuff like that. And our question of the day: Do you play FIFA? Do you PlayStation, Xbox? Did you watch any of the EMLS? We want to know what you see in the chat room. We might also have some time for some telephone calls. Something we haven't done in a while here. So uh, keep that ready and uh, and and waiting. Just simmer down. Take it easy. I'll let you know when it's time. Uh, but we're glad everybody could join us here on a Thursday night. We have uh, a lot to get to, but let's start by saying hello to the Portuguese Hammer himself, Mr. Eric Vieira. Eric, how's it going, buddy? It's going great. I'm glad to be back. Had a little bit of a break, but it's always nice to be back, back in COG Studios, especially after a red-hot Series 1 Ser- EMLS. So Rotterdam. I, I am still buzzing, let we, me tell you. We, we, Eric and I both went and covered <laughs> the EMLS event, which is uh, something we're certainly going to start uh, to start to talk about here just a little bit more. It, it was fun. I, I, I enjoyed it. I had it. a great time. Yeah, I was going to say, you and I, we have so many people are used to Kevin on hearing. Yeah. Mr. Kevin Baxter, the panda himself, not a big fan of uh, of the EML, the esports, e-sports, world. e-sports yeah, world. It's an acquired taste for some people. It's is not, it? Is not, it though? Not for everybody. I mean, I don't know. Anyway. Again, we're, we're doing a podcast about Major League Soccer. Some would argue that that's not for everybody either. So everyone has their thing. If you don't like EMLS, that's okay. There's that's plenty of things in the world. You don't have to yuck other yeah. people's yum, I, right? I, you know what? Sure. Yes. <laughs> don't yuck my don't, yum. Don't, we're off to don't a great ever, start. Don't ever say that again. But uh, <laughs> Well, that, that sort of transfers right into the the feeling that we got whenever we were there. I was I was laughing with Eric. I was, uh, we, were, we were talking about, you know, whenever they remade 21 Jump Street and how, uh, <laughs> that you know, they come back and, and, and the cool guy who was cool in high school drives the cool car and all of a sudden he's made a fun of because it's a gas guzzler and you can't drive that. The Prius is the cool thing. So all the cool guys aren't cool anymore. So I wasn't a cool guy in high school. So I figured as I got older, I would be cooler. And I figured going to an EMLS event, I would probably be pretty cool. <laughs> And I'm not cool there yeah. either. So it doesn't really matter where I am. Exactly. I'm just not cool. Yeah. Kobe Jones was there. You Co- know, he M- was cool. MLS Cup winner, you <laughs> yes. know, champion, professional athlete. But it was all about the guys with the joysticks. That's <laughs> that's who people were there to see. <laughs> the guys so with that, the joysticks. Yeah, that, that's, that's, that tells you the excitement that was going on in Santa Ana, the yeah. esports arena. It was. Uh, first of all, driven by the esports arena in Santa Ana like multiple times, slowed down the car every time because I wanted to like peek <laughs> my head in. You know, like you're like, what's going on in there? What are they doing? What does an EMLS arena look, yeah. or, or what does an esports arena look like? <laughs> um, I had no idea. Yeah, I, I didn't. I didn't. Know I got. What to the, I got the same question. I was like, "It's at the you know esports arena," and my wife was, was saying, "Well, well, what is like? Where is that?" I was like, "It's it's the esports arena." It does it's, yeah, it's, but it's the one. But where are they putting it? I was like, "No, it's it, it's the esports, esports arena. arena." That's and it. Turns out it's just a room. It's just. <laughs> But it's, they they, they have it set up nicely. Yeah, it's like a concert venue. It's like a, a like a mid level concert venue where yeah. there would be no seats. And like an indie concert. Okay. Venue. Yes, yes. Yes. Okay. So like so, a chain reaction. You guys so, remember that place? Yeah. Anyone? Am I dating myself? Yeah. No. <laughs> no, no one. <laughs> I was gonna say <laughs> I lost everybody. I was gonna say uh, <laughs> I used to go to the Galaxy Theater, which was okay. over here in 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 Costa Mesa, and it's not the Galaxy Theater anymore. Yeah. And I'm trying to remember what they they changed the name of it or whatever it was. Anyway. Um, so we went to this event and we got, we got to cover it. Uh, MLS 
us, gave us uh, credentials in order to cover it, which was great. Um, we had a good time. Um, the atmosphere was fun. There were 500-something people yeah, there. The I Thundersticks were going. Thundersticks were going. That always helps. Yeah, that's absolutely correct. So, I mean, we got to do it. So we actually got to sit there, and we wanted to take it in. And I have an open mind about this stuff. I actually think the esports in general has been taking off uh, with leaps and bounds. You certainly see the money that's been thrown at it in certain games. Uh, maybe FIFA's not quite there yet in terms of it being like a a absolute home run in terms of esports and what it's going to be. And certainly people yeah. have some arguments about whether or not the uh, the the AI that controls okay. the 10 other players that are going on, you know, okay. it's like, is that a fair thing? And I think, and especially when you have Messi and Ronaldo and Marcelo <laughs> all playing for the Houston dynamo, that makes things a little bit easier to, for you. To be fair, they were also all playing for the LA, LA galaxy. LA galaxy. Yeah. Everyone yes. had the same rosters with the exception of a few, you know, obviously yeah, there are some rules where they have to play, uh, some players from the team they're representing and then another MLS player as well. So, but for the most part, I think you saw Ronaldo and Messi yeah. on every single team. So it was interesting. So to that point, it's fair. But FIFA has been a staple forever. So that's something if they can figure out, you know, to make it competitive, which it seems like they have. Yeah. Uh, I, I, I think it's a home run. It was exciting. I was very excited when when the when when the Galaxy player uh, uh, Giuseppe and and we talked to Giuseppe and I have some some sound from him so we'll be able to do that if you go on uh, our YouTube page which if you're watching live you're you're already there don't do it now because you can wait or open another window if you want to do it um, <laughs> get but, those views but we yeah but we have a video up there um, as well that that sort of just gives you an idea of and what it, it was yeah it captures the atmosphere of, of the event and what I liked about it too is is they took themselves seriously because I think EMLS because some of the guff that a lot of people give it and that you can give it if if it's treated with a little bit of a, the tongue in cheek mm -hmm. it can lose a little bit of that you know they're in on the joke but when you take it super seriously and you treat it and you have announcers calling the game my <laughs> line of the night someone one of the interview questions was are you the Jurgen Klopp of gaming <laughs> and I was like this is fantastic I mean to to have the the gravitas to say are you the Jurgen Klopp of gaming that tells you how serious these guys are taking it and and the players were in I mean they took it so seriously especially that guy from Houston was was all business all business he was not there to have fun no he was he there was, to, to was take there, names yeah and and he <laughs> started to and yeah. he was unbeaten in 31 of 32 games yeah. I'll tell you this the interesting thing holding it in Santa Ana we actually got to talk to the general manager uh, James uh, James was the GM of the EMLS there um, yeah. and, and works for Major League Soccer talk and, about and living the dream <laughs> I'm the general manager for EMLS I mean like, come on again it comes down to me not being cool enough yeah, I mean James is a young dude he's good looking <laughs> and, and he works in video games and, and soccer, soccer. I mean, I, uh, come on I need to talk to my high school counselor they <laughs> did not put me on the right path yeah what did the worst the career aptitude <laughs> yeah. test for that one um but anyway no so he was doing he was actually saying that it had originally been planned for up in los angeles and they had a venue there that had permitting issues and a whole bunch of other stuff and they actually had to change it and move it down to santa Ana, and they were worried about how it would turn out and if you saw it on tv or if you saw it on the live stream however you however you watched it um it looked fantastic yeah. and, and we're taking some pointers for the studio here i'm like <laughs> yeah, hey we, we need a couple boom mics and some up lighting yeah it's, it's a it's simple fix simple fix we yeah. did some rake lighting yeah we gotta get we gotta get all that stuff in here but anyway uh i thought it was really interesting um just to see it uh uh giuseppe uh guastella mm -hmm. thank you the godfather the god the godfather <laughs> Um, got to play in that live tournament. He was actually fourth in the Western Conference and had to play the number one, which is Houston Dynamo. Uh, which, I'll stop you there. To get to that point, you know, we were kind of following it throughout the day because they started playing pretty early on in the morning. And you needed, they did. To, you needed to qualify to play for the what they streamed later on in that afternoon. So just the fact that he made it there was a success, even though 
bowed out a little early, but let's not forget, he had to get there. He he had to get there, and and he did pretty good. So anyway, he ended up playing uh, Kid Momito, who's Guillermo Trevino. Trevino was the guy who has been undefeated in basically 33 games. Uh, We saw the live game there. It was the Houston Dynamo versus the LA Galaxy, of course, with Ronaldo and Messi playing, which is still a (laughs) head-scratcher for me. I think you should have to play... Well, you know what the beauty was also is Ronaldo, Messi, all these... Albert Ellis. Albert Ellis is the one who scored the oh, first two right. goals. That's yeah. right. That's right. That's right. That's how it happened. So, so it was an MLS player. It's funny how that through, works. Yeah. Breaking through. Anyway, uh, so uh, so Giuseppe ended up losing to uh, Kid Momito. Uh, Kid Momito went all the way to the final of this one where he lost to the Philadelphia Union. First time the dude's lost in forever. And the first time the Philadelphia Union have won anything. Too. Yeah, that's what <laughs> I was going to say. They, they probably put that trophy like in the that's actual in the trophy case, room. Yeah. That's in the case. Uh, Dulsta is uh, Cormac Dooley from Ireland who plays from Philadelphia. Ended See, up winning four to three in the final we were neither of us were there for the final no. by the way we 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 called that one at, at that point so but you did you did get something special i, did, I circled back I, you you did circle back i want to i want to make sure that everybody sees this i got my own this. fifa player player card oh my a see? striker see, see this is why you go to emls it's 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 a fun party you it, may not like esports you may not like fifa but go for the party you get one of these i'm a striker here 90 percent pass accuracy 93 percent shot I mean, this is pretty accurate. 79% physical. I'm looking at you. I don't feel like that 79 I'm, I'm is anywhere near close. I'm a physical presence. You, do, you don't, def- center defenders do not want to see me barreling down the pike, let me tell you. Oh I, I would up that rating if I, if, if I had my way. Well, I mean, really, the, the other big <laughs> news that sort of came out of the EMLS is that we did get to see a certain somebody at this uh, particular event. Um, and, uh, and talking about Kobe, no, wasn't Kobe said, said hi to Kobe. Um, no, that wasn't it. Uh, it was Cosmo. Oh, okay. It was Cosmo. Now listen, I I know that a lot of people, um, were asking about Cosmo. I I was one of those people. You were asking about Cosmo as well. So basically we, we knew that the LA galaxy were hunting for a new Cosmo. Um, so I will tell you this, and I was actually able to talk to the team and ask them this question. I said, the fans need to know this, so I'm going to give you the breaking news that we have. Uh, the old Cosmo is not going anywhere. So if you are a fan of the old Cosmo, um, you're not going, he's not going anywhere. Yes. Slow clap. Slow clap. Let's give it up for that. But I I did mention, I thought there was going to be, you know, like the Pope will have some smoke. It'll be a big transition, but it turns out not necessary. Not not necessary. So the old Cosmo is staying. However, and I put the however, uh, (laughs) however, uh, they are getting a Cosmo they are having somebody else help out Co- with Cosmo Dose. Yeah, Cosmo, the, the second Cosmo. <laughs> so there's going to be a mix. It might be news Cosmo, it might be old Cosmo. You don't know where you're going with that. I will say my only criticism for right now is that whenever Cosmo was asked what uh, what when position he, he played oh, when he, when did, he, his when he did his player card, uh, okay. it came up striker. He said he was going to wanted to be a striker, and everybody knows. I mean, you, you don't have to be a, a genius to know this. That Cosmo is oh, a goalkeeper. Cosmo Dose didn't know that. Yeah, well, Cosmo Dose didn't know that. So listen, I think there's going to be some break-in time. Yeah. So so if you feel like maybe Cosmo isn't quite Cosmo, it might be new Cosmo. Yeah, and I think, and again, not to speak ill of anyone who wears the mask, because that is it truly is a thankless job. Right. I, I think it really is. But if, if you are... T- tuned in to the, the in intricacies of Cosmo, right. you will notice. You, You'll notice. I picked up on it. I, I picked up that that wasn't I, the I, Cosmo I know and love, but I respect to him. It's Again, I'm not here to speak ill of anyone, but if, if you study Cosmo, like a lot of people do, you'll know, but at the same time, this is something, it's, it's new. You got to learn. Chat, you got to figure it out. Chat room. Knocked it out of the park. All right. John, of course. John Cena DuPont in the chat room. Sweet. 
We got a reserve Cosmo now. <laughs> Cosmo Reserve. Cosmo Reserve. <laughs> oh my goodness. Emergency Cosmo. Emergency Cosmo. <laughs> e Cosmo. Yeah. For the EMLS. That's yeah. of course. Okay, that makes sense. Do you want to waste this is my question. Do you want to waste that's old Cosmo saying. on that's EMLS? If if EMLS is not a priority, that's where you send, you know, Cosmo dose. Emergency Cosmo. Oh my. Reserve Cosmo. That's what you use them for. That and, is. And that's what he's, you know. He's let, here to do. So. Let, let's hear from. Shout out to you, New Cosmo. Keep let, up the good work. Let's hear from Giuseppe Gostalo real quick about the EMLS. We we talked to him after he had lost. Just want to hear. I mean, you know, as much as we as we can make fun, and and I think we both had a good time, and we understood yeah. that these guys are taking it seriously. Uh, this is a guy who really is taking it seriously. Yeah. Although I'm not used to interviewing people whenever they're drinking a beer after <laughs> after their event, but I, I think he earned it's, it. He, he definitely earned it. So it's here he is. Day. Here's Giuseppe Guasalo, and we'll move on to uh, to some new news, some some LA Galaxy first team news, not the EMLS. So uh, here's Giuseppe. <laughs> I'm here with uh, Giuseppe. Unfortunately, uh, just eliminated. Um, but talk real quick about this event and, and what you see from all the Galaxy fans here. Um, it's a great event that EMLS has uh, hosted. Um, LA Galaxy fans came and supported me throughout the whole game. Unfortunately, the results didn't come to what I wanted. But it was a really good event. Um, like I said, there's about 500 Galaxy fans here supporting me. So it's, it's, it's fun. Fun and, and it's a great experience to be at. Yeah, does it does it give you like another level? Is it, is it something different whenever you bring in fans? You have a live audience. You have people cheering for you and, and cheering against your opponent. Uh, to be honest, I have my headset on, so I don't hear anything. But I'm glad they were cheering me on. Um, like I said, it's it's a great great experience to be at these events. But when you bring bring the fans in and they're supporting you, there's a lot of pressure for you to uh, you know perform. And unfortunately, I didn't do it today. I mean, what, what's next for you? I mean, do you, do you go back? Do you start practicing again? Obviously, Series 2 coming up in Dallas. And then, uh, you know, what's next after that? Um, so when I get home, I'm going to um, go to sleep because I'm really tired. <laughs> it's been all day. No, but I'll, I'll start practice and maybe change my tactics a little bit for the Dallas event in February 15th, I believe. So I'll practice every weekend, do the weekend league, and just go from there. Awesome. Well, thanks for talking to us. Uh, we appreciate it, and uh, good luck on uh, Series 2. Thank you. Thank you. All right, so there's our uh, our little interview. He's a great guy, and that's what I'm saying. If you can't hate on EMLS, he's a, he's that, a nice guy. There are a lot I of haters like out there, and you, you just can't do it. No. All right, all right, we're moving on. Fast fake Cosmo. I could, do another, I could do another ten minutes on EMLS. I could I could probably do a whole different <laughs> podcast. We're gonna have to have E Corner the Galaxy. There we go, done and done. Uh, thanks to Molly at uh, MLS for uh, for helping us get into the venue and uh, and giving us access to be able to uh, talk to the guys and, and take all the footage. Again, head over to uh, the YouTube videos on uh, on YouTube. Type in Corner the Galaxy. You can find our coverage there from the EMLS. All right, uh, we move on now, um, and certainly something that we need to talk about the LA Galaxy now four days. Count them four days into uh, preseason training whenever you're going. Uh, that means just 37 days until the match against the Chicago Fire to open the season. And, of course, uh, with uh, some some games rapidly approaching now, um, the LA Galaxy uh, getting ready for their first preseason games. And the first one is actually going to be one that wasn't on anybody's schedule. Uh, Kevin Baxter broke the news uh, yesterday on Wednesday, and basically the LA Galaxy have added a game to their preseason schedule and we'll be playing touring Japanese club Vissel Kobe on February 5th from 10 a.m. to noon. This is a closed-door scrimmage, um, which usually means that if you're a press person, you can usually get in if you really want. Um, but for the most part, uh, what we have is we have a uh, have a, a visiting team that is playing a bunch of games in a relatively short period of time. Um, and Kevin notes that uh, Andres Iniesta, uh, Dava Villa, and uh, Lucas Podolski will not participate in any of those. So. Perfect. Yeah, I'm like, it, it doesn't. <laughs> 
doesn't really matter, you know, right? Here's Vissel Kobe spins, you know, brings in these uh, former legends or legends still, depending on on how you look at it. And they're coming to tour uh, Southern California. I know they have a few other teams on their docket as well, but the, I guess their their scrimmage with the Galaxy will not include them, which I guess is understandable. If it's going to be closed doors, you're not selling tickets to it. It's basically a training session. I, I was it's a 90-minute game situation training session. Yeah, except it's like you know that like the max players are going to play is like 30 minutes. I mean, that's yeah, probably maybe the, the most. Yeah, maybe a half. No, you're not going to get a half. It's the first game. The first preseason game they actually play in front of people. You're going to get guys these? going They're like 30, 45. They're doing two days. They're going to push them. Ooh, they are doing two <laughs> days. So anyway, that's, a, that's an update to your schedule. So February 5th, I don't expect there to be any sort of news that comes out of this yeah. you might see some social media stuff from the LA Galaxy imagine. but they may not even tweet the game um, I, there's not going to be a stream of it this is basically a glorified scrimmage and you know it, it's probably not only that they may actually this is one of those situations where you may actually play like three 30 minute games yeah. where and you switch lineup I th- every I 30 remember minutes they had, they had a scrimmage I don't know if it was last season or a couple seasons where that's exactly what happened they yeah. you know everyone played 30 minute segments I think it was against Seattle yeah but it, same situation where they just tweeted pictures or small videos kept people updated uh, but again, you, you said a glorified scrimmage. A, a scrimmage is a, a, a glorified scrimmage. It is what it is. It, 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 I don't know that you, a glorified scrimmage would be a game, right? Yeah, I think I think that would be <laughs> what it is. Uh, the LA Galaxy training um, a whole bunch, and we talked about the two-a-days on Monday. They're basically planning on doing these two-a-day trainings throughout the, uh, the first three weeks of the season. Um, and that includes just... Um, you know, really, it's it's Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, whenever you look at the two-a-days and how they currently have them scheduled. Uh, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, and Friday uh, are all two-a-days. Saturday, they're going to have an early session um, early in the morning at 9 a.m. This schedule all published on LAGalaxy.com, by the way, if you know where to look. Um, and then Sunday, they will be off before returning on Monday for the two-a-days again. So they are getting a day off. One, kind on of. Sunday. <laughs> they, they, they get a half day off on, on Saturday. Saturday. Um, and in between, as Kevin Baxter sort of outlined, is they are headed to a hotel in Manhattan Beach uh, that sort of breaks down and allows them to rest as a team as well. Yeah, and they that do. team building. You yeah. know, and, and I think you've talked about it on this show as well. Sometimes, you know, you travel to a different city and for that purpose to have that team bonding, have, you know, stay with a roommate, get to know your teammates, build that team chemistry. So the fact that they are staying in a hotel, that's a good sign uh, to help build that out. And then going back uh, to the two-a-days, just kind of a funny anecdote. Again, if you're following the professional foul at Galaxy Pro Foul on Instagram, something that I, I noticed is Jonathan Dos Santos' first day back, he posted something, he's feeling stronger than ever, posted it, and then 24 hours later, he's in those hyperbaric leg sleeves yes, yes. <laughs> with the battery set at zero. Yes. So, uh, you know, it's kind of two schools of thought here. You could say, you know, with injuries being a concern and some of the ages of players like Zlatan, is this something that might be an issue? Or is it the other school of thought where you get hurt when your body's weak? So these practices are preparing their bodies and really pushing them. So maybe this will lead to fewer injuries throughout the season. Uh, it's kind of counter- counterintuitive because they're building up that strength now. So it may not break down as much later. So I think he, uh, Larry Morgan, not on Twitter, yeah. mentioned in, in, uh, in the notes that you know, uh, Ola Kamara mentioned that you know this intensity is something that was missing. So maybe this is a good thing. Yeah, it, it certainly is interesting. Uh, if you watch any of the uh, Boca Juniors Confidencial, which is on Netflix, which I highly suggest you watch, because basically it's the entire technical crew uh, <laughs> that the Galaxy now have was down there at Boca Juniors. It's very interesting. Uh, for those of you who don't see Spanish, don't worry. Subtitles helps you out. No problems. When I watch stuff with subtitles in English. <laughs> I'm sure you just do. like to read. I'm, I'm sure you do. <laughs> um, but anyway, no, watch that and sort of see just the preseason. The first two episodes cover that preseason, and they do. It does a pretty 
pretty good job of sort of getting you prepared for what the galaxy are currently going through. Um, I thought Zlatan had some great quotes for, from uh, from the first days of training. Remember Wednesday was the first availability in terms of uh, media availability. So um, it, it's good to see that you know everybody's sort of there and, and Zlatan, Ola Kamara, Roman, Allison, Dreamy. The big takeaways are that Zlatan wants to work hard. That was yep. that was one thing. Like, he had good quotes. That's surprising. I know. From right? him. He usually mm-hmm. you know doesn't have much he's, to say. He's so quiet. He's a quiet guy. <laughs> Soft An introvert, yeah. yeah. Um, so he had some good quotes. Um, Ola Kamara basically talking about the physical training again, and it was it was a lot of the same stuff that he mimicked uh, before he had actually gone. Yeah. Whenever we, I talked to him on, <laughs> he knew on what he was getting into MLS Media Day because he watched Netflix. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, so he was there. He got that, and then Roman Alessandrini's was really interesting too because he's really talking about how he deserves to be a designated player and he deserves to stay in LA. And I don't think there's any question. I'll be honest. I think it's blown out of proportion that anybody yeah. thinks Roman's going anywhere. I really, I, I'm very serious <laughs> with that. Whenever you look at this, um, it doesn't make any sense for me that that. Ramon would, would go anywhere. So um, we'll see how that uh, how that all goes and and how it goes. But I mean, some of this stuff, you know, the Ibrahimovic um, and and some of the quotes. He says, uh, "I think last season we had a team that can do it. I have belief. I trust in what we are doing, and I'm very confident. After playing one season in MLS, now I understand it more. I'm very hopeful. Hopeful. Everybody's working hard. Everybody's excited and motivated." Um, he says, I'm doing every session. This is kind of cool. This is, yeah. a, this is a cool Zlatan quote. This is one that like you, you put on a t-shirt or something like that, except it's too long because <laughs> Zlatan can't make like one little short, awesome quote. Uh, he says, I'm going, I'm, I'm doing every session, even if it's only three days in camp. He said, uh, they're asking me to jump over some exercises, but I want to do everything. If my team runs, I run. If my team suffers, I suffer. My age is not important. The important thing is my mentality. And that is bulletproof. So, there it is. That's there. your that's your quote mm-hmm. for the shirt. He's he's uh, <laughs> and and the important thing is my mentality and that is, I can I can never do a Zlatan yeah, like a good one. I don't one. even want to try. Yeah, and yeah you just d- sound like an idiot if you try. <laughs> well, and I think we just have it. We have a new nickname. So, you know, we lost bulletproof Baggio. It's bull, bull, bulletproof Zlatan. Zlatan. It doesn't yeah. have the same ring. It doesn't have the same ring. <laughs> Remember, hit you with a, yeah, but still, uh, Baggio Husidic over uh, currently training with LAFC uh, as we talked about on Monday. So uh, that's not a surprise to anybody. Um, Ola Kamara basically says that uh, his worst fears have apparently come true in regards <laughs> to uh, Javier, uh, what's, uh, Valdecantos. Valdecantos. Yeah, mm-hmm. Javier Valdecantos, uh, the physio. He says, yeah, I can, he goes, yeah, I can confirm that. I saw a lot of the Boca Juniors players were extremely tired. The same thing here the first three days. I don't know what the show is. Um, I just wanted to do a little bit of research before we started. He, and he said, uh, everybody's stiff, everybody's sore. It's higher intensity from the beginning. I think maybe the intensity was something we lacked last year. So I think they're starting off in that direction. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so he says, yeah, it's certainly a little bit more intense. Um, the interesting one here is Roman Alessandrini. Let's get to some of his quotes. Uh, basically, let's see if I'm, I'm sort of going through Larry's article, which is a great Galaxy notebook. If you haven't, haven't read it, uh, you should. Uh, cornerofthegalaxy.com and uh, click on the first Galaxy notebook there of the 2019 season. Um, lots of good stuff. Uh, we said uh, they're talking about the four DPs. The bottom line is that the four DPs, Eric, are getting discussed by the players. Yeah, it's not a secret. Everyone knows that they're four DPs, so uh, there's no getting around it. And the fact that Roman said in, in his interview that he wants to remain... A DP, he's he's earned his right to say that uh, as speculating because of uh, the number on his contract, the salary wise. I know there's a lot of talk about restructuring, but when it comes down to it, he's done nothing wrong. He shouldn't be penalized. He should continue to receive that DP money and keep that DP slot. So uh, taking it and saying, oh, he's going to he wants to remain a DP. What a you know, and being shocked by that quote or intrigued by it, uh, to me, it's just he what else would he say? He, he's 
that's what he should be saying. Yeah. Um, let's see. It says, uh, Alessandrini, it is what it is. The club has to make a choice. You never know. Soccer is complicated sometimes. I know I did my job the last two years. Um, do, 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 do. For me, if I have to choose, I stay as a DP. I feel good. Let's see what happens. There it goes. Again, I think that we're... I think we're overthinking a bit. Yeah. I think the LA Galaxy have a plan in mind. I think that it was always their plan to have Giovanni Dos Santos show up to camp. It was always their plan for him to train mm-hmm. because they're looking to move him. And if they can get somebody to buy him, they will. And if that can't happen, they're going to buy him out. Yeah, but I think no one's going to buy him. And because and the reason for that is when that information leaked about AEG is going to let them buy out Gio if they have to, once that gets out, if you're another club, you know, do a Google search, do something simple and there's no incentive to pay anything for him if you know that the club in a month is going to buy him out. So, um, yes, well, fans were happy to see that, you know, a buyout is a possibility uh, that really kind of put them in a bad situation because I don't know the ins and outs of how the buyouts would work. But to me, from the outside looking in, it seems like an outside club wouldn't have any incentive uh, to pick him up. I don't know how they, that would they, work. They would if you wanted to guarantee him coming to your club and not going somewhere else. You could make a deal with the Galaxy and basically say, hey, we're going to we're gonna go ahead. We'll take him um, and we'll pay you $500,000. And that's $500,000 you didn't have. In GAM or no, JAM? Well, it would, be, it would be outside the league. <laughs> yeah, it's, so it's it would, a fee, a transfer it, fee. Yeah, a transfer fee. Um, so, you know, basically coming in and, and doing that, hey, here's $500,000 you didn't have and we get him directly. Now, again. But at the same time, we saw that he he declined to go somewhere who may have been a suitor. So that gives a hint that maybe he has a no trade clause. So if the team wants to ensure they get him, but he ultimately doesn't want to go there, he's not going to want to go there after the buyout anyway. So it's, it's, it just seems like it's not going to happen. It seems like we're just going to wait for the buyout unless MLS changes the rules. The MLS is not not going to happen. That's I, I saw people freaking out about that today. Calm down. MLS ain't changing. MLS is not changing the rules. I know Atlanta has four DPs. I know the galaxy have four DPs. There's no way they're going to be like, yeah, it's it's, okay. It's fun banter. That's all it is. I I think somebody said, well, seriously though, like what's the penalty if they try to do four DPs? I'm like, they can't, they can't. I go, I go, they would like, they would forfeit games. They would, they would lose. They'd be dock points. Like all these things um so that's not gonna happen that's yeah. something's happening no, uh, the only other thing that could possibly happen and i put this way down lower is restructuring a contract um and i've always said ramon is the guy you restructure people are talking about and and i know that i've seen it a bunch on twitter today i know chat room saying it too is that you're talking about um you know could you restructure geo's contract uh yeah but why would he want to yeah I mean, sure, I'll take I'll take five, less money, four million dollars less, and yeah. just hang out. That yeah. seems like a good. You deal. can pay me a million and a half dollars a year, <laughs> and to my knowledge, you can't buy out the contract and then restructure yeah, the contract. MLS would be like, no, that's no, funny no, money no, situation no, 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 going yeah. on here. Um, so no, I mean, I mean, that's really where where we're at with that. Yeah. Um, I, and and that's the other thing with Roman is, do you take part of his interview as a negotiating tactic, or was he being genuine? To me. He's never come across. It seems like the agents are the ones who do the negotiating. So I don't know that he was trying to to make a play to keep that DP spot. I think he was being genuine that he feels like he should be a DP and he was just being honest. I don't think that was any type of negotiation to try to avoid a restructuring. Outside of Zlatan Ibrahimovic, there's nobody else in the LA Galaxy who deserves to be a designated player more than Roman yeah. Alessandrini. And you could say that just off a work rate. Yeah. Who else? You could argue Jonathan Dos Santos. Yeah, but that was for like, you know, eight games at the end of the season. I mean, listen, I, I think that he's going to be a great player this yeah. year. I think that he can be. I think that he showed himself to be you a You can make the player. argument. You could make the argument. It's just a bad argument okay. if you do it. I don't I don't like that argument at all. 
I might mute. Let's your mic. argue. Oh, let's might, argue. No, I don't. You know, no. You know what? Let's take it to FIFA. We'll, set, we'll settle this. <laughs> we'll you, settle this. A team of Jonathan Dos Santos's versus a team of Roman Alessandrini's. <laughs> Done and done. <laughs> Giuseppe, as we're waiting to record, goes, so do you guys play FIFA? And Eric and I look at each other. I'm like, I'm back in. Like, kind of. <laughs> I'm like, yeah, I do. I go, but like when I play, I lose to the computer and stuff like that. So yeah, uh, yeah I don't know. Uh, <laughs> the LA Galaxy uh, have a full training roster and actually one that has even the unsigned players. Uh, speaking of unsigned players, they signed a player, which we had talked about on Monday. And we had told you that it looked like a signing was pretty eminent. Um, goalkeeper Matt Lampson, who was picked up in the second round of the reentry draft, um, has been uh, has been officially signed, therefore. And he, in my mind, takes over as the number two um, pretty easily past Justin Vom Stieg, just in terms of what they've done and, and, and sort of their experience and, and where Vom Stieg sits. So, I mean... You know, people people are laughing. I, I was laughing, and people are going, "You don't need three goalkeepers. Uh, you always have three goalkeepers." You never know. You, yeah, you don't want to have to go to the league yes. goalkeeper, the emergency the Cosmo, the, the emergency Cosmo <laughs> reserve goalkeeper. Um, so. I mean that's that's really what you that's really what you want to see there is that you, they have three goalkeepers and in my mind it's David Bingham is the number one Matt Lampson is two and Justin Von Stieg who will probably spend most of his time down at LA Galaxy two um, there was also talks about uh, another uh, goalkeeper I think it was a uh, twenty year old Pachuca goalkeeper or Abraham Ra- Romero a- yeah Abraham Romero is the guy um, and that that's one that feels like a G two signing it, it because does because they already have three goalkeepers. Uh, he he got zero appearances when he was at Pachuca. So if he does come, and given his age, it seems like that's going to be depth uh, over at Galaxy Two. All right. So uh, Gio is third goalkeeper. Gio is backup Cosmo. Uh, hey, we that, didn't see. That's right. Is he too tall? Uh, he, I don't no, know. Gio's not that tall. I don't I think, think Gio's I think that tall. I forget but what the I think Gio was, was taller than Cosmo Dos. There was there was a height restriction that you and I were looking at in order to play. Cosmo. I would have been Cosmo Dos. Yeah, you could have you could have made was, it. I was going to try. Okay, too tall. You're too tall. First time ever in my life I've been told I'm too tall. I know. I know that that's disappointing <laughs> to you. Can't play Mickey Mouse. Can't play Cosmo. This is it's just a disappointing day. It, I'll tell you, <laughs> it sounds like it. We're not cool. All right, we're not, cool. We're not cool. And uh, we and like we like esports. We just keep digging ourselves a nice hole. Can you imagine? I mean, you imagine, but can other people imagine that I told my wife that I couldn't come home on Tuesday night because I had to go watch <laughs> people play video games? And I'm like, no, this is a real thing. She's like, yeah. okay, sure it is. Like, what are you really doing? <laughs> I'm like, no, I swear I'll come home with video. Like, it wasn't even a thing, but it just, it's one of those things. It's just those, it's one of those things as a 37-year-old When you say now, it out loud. When you say it out loud, you never would have thought you would have yeah. said it. Mm-hmm. But it makes total sense now yeah. in the whole scheme of things. Well, anyway. That, yeah. Um, we'll keep going. Yeah, <laughs> maybe Panda can be the new Cosmo. Panda, Cosmo, Cosmo, Panda. He should Panda. be the new Panda. He should just be his own thing. Uh, the right. Galaxy Panda. Uh, let's see. Uh, so we go down. Uh, David Bingham, Justin Von Stieg, uh, Matt Lampson are your goalkeepers. Uh, Hugo Ariano, Rolf Felcher, uh, Tomas Hilliard-Arce, Dave Romney, uh, Jorgen Shelvick, Daniel Starez, uh Julian Araujo, and Didi Traore. Um, with Araujo and Traore being unsigned currently yeah, at this moment. asterisks next to their name. They and do. I also want, we didn't mention it during the training, Tomas Hilliarse won the beep test. Beep! Which, if you've ever done a beep ha, test... Do, do people know what the beep test is? If, if you don't, it, it's it's pretty it's pretty difficult. I've never had to do one. Oh, I have, and I, I usually don't... I usually am the first one out. <laughs> yeah. Again, looking at my uh, physio it, here no, on no, my, my FIFA no, card. No. no. Uh, but yeah, basically, you know, the... There's a beep that goes off, and you have to run between the cones, and you have to pass the cone before the it beep. beeps. And, it, and if the, you don't, the longer it goes, right, the, the, faster beeps, the, the beeps. beeps become closer and closer together. 
Right. And, and and so the whole idea is that you that if you don't make it back in time, you get eliminated. You're out. You're out. Mm-hmm. And so the, whoever can go longest, um, then that's basically that's who wins. So, and, and it was Hilliard Arce for the second year in a row, right? Yeah. And he, him and uh, Rolf Felcher, I guess, were the final two. And there's video of it uh, on the Galaxy website. That's where I found that out. So but it, I was impressed by that. He's not who I would have guessed would, would, beep, win, would, beep, would win the beep test. He'll, but and he's he, young, you know, getting after it, physical guy. So, you know, good for him. That's and, impressive. And by the way, he was talking smack to Felcher the whole of time course. too. I, I enjoy that. He's like, Rolf, I'm not, I'm not quitting. You might as well just give I think up. It's a good sign. I, I, he's fighting. Yeah, he's I like fighting. It. I, it's, 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 a, it's interesting to see. All right, so defenders, uh, midfielders: Ramon Alessandrini, Emmanuel Boateng, Servando Carrasco, Jonathan dos Santos, Giovanni dos Santos, Juninho, Perry Kitchen, Sebastian Legette, Bradford Jamison the fourth, Joao Pedro, who was on loan and not really there. He, I just said a prayer. He's up in yeah. the air for for Joao. Uh, jo- jo- Joao is is in Greece still. Yeah, it's uh, not a good time. Good Emil Coelho, 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 yep. Coelho, Coelho. That's Coelho. another one. I mean, Coelude. We got to get him on the no, show. That's, that wasn't it. Seems like he could be a Portuguese last name. Maybe well, I'll I'll start claiming him. And uh, Don Giallo as well. So uh, also as the midfielders, which by the way he was listed as I think as a forward by MLS, but it was they they and have him listed as. And a then midfielder. once they drafted him, then it listed it him like as a midfielder. midfielder yeah. yeah. So, so we'll see. Well, whatever it's what if the Galaxy's listing him as a midfielder, he's a midfielder. Zlatan Ibrahimovic. Is a forward. Didn't know if you've heard of him. Tall guy, six foot five. He can play. Does he play up front? Yeah, he does. He's okay. Uh, Ola Kamara, Chris Pontius, and Efren Alvarez listed as a, as forward. a forward. I like that. I don't know. <laughs> it might not make a difference. What does that matter? <laughs> I, I think somebody was just like drunk when they made up some of these. You, You're you like, gotta, oh, okay. you got to plop him in somewhere. Yeah, you have to. It's like, well, I don't know. You put him somewhere. Um, so that is your current roster except i was gonna say we're missing one wait yeah yeah one maybe two but, but certainly one one for sure uh uriel antuna the 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 loanee for manchester city is training with the la galaxy he is not signed however or at least the paperwork is not completely done so he's not i wonder which is interesting because they have these players with asterisk, asterisk and they didn't put them on but there they didn't put them on there so it is interesting uh Uriel and Tuna. It always it, it has to do with like whether or not they're allowed to work in the United States right now. Uh, and with the government shutdown, I would have to imagine that's not just that's a, a factor. open and shut thing right now. Um, so, so getting him in and, and being there. Now the other guy. Wait, we're recording this. He's not there then. We he's not there. Yeah, the camera. No, he's not there. Um, Diego Planta uh, is is the other one, and he is not there. They're still negotiating. It, listen, it, everybody expects this to get done, but the, it's just not there. Yeah, which and, is interesting because we were hearing about him before uh, Antuna mm-hmm. came through. And so with Antuna, I saw his age and I, I coming from Man City and saying, well, he's definitely not playing at Man City. So maybe this is a G2 signing. But after digging a little bit deeper, you know, he's playing at uh, Groningen in the Irividesi right now. Eredivisie. Am I saying that right? Eredivisie? Yeah, in mm-hmm. the Netherlands. He's yes. playing in the Netherlands. Yeah, thank you for giving me enough rope to hang myself I didn't there. want to touch that one. <laughs> I like, like watching people uh, twist. Basically, he was getting first-team minutes coming off the bench, so it seems like he's going to get first-team minutes. So uh, the fact that he came you know, seemingly out of nowhere because it was polenta, 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 and then he shows up, it seems like it's a done deal. Uh, so I'm just, it's curious that the polenta deal's not done yet. I'm not... Curiouser and yeah. curiouser. <laughs> not too worried about it, but no. it, it is... C- a little bit concerning that it's not done yet. Yeah, I'll say it. I mean, the Galaxy are very careful about giving us the okay to say people are signed, and they have not said that this guy is signed. They'll announce it three months from now <laughs> yeah. after game three, and he's had two starts. They'll say, officially signed. Yeah, so it, it would be interesting. <laughs> you want to see them out there, and you want to see, you know, um, you know, uh, Uriel Antuna as well. You want to see them out there, and so he's out there. He's training. So Polenta needs to get in there, though. Yeah. I mean, this is like the time to be this in there. You important. don't want to miss this part. And that's the thing with Antuna. Um, 
you know, he may not be signed yet, but he's there. He's part, he's part of the team. Yeah. He, he's getting involved in, and building that chemistry and getting those reps. So I think that's important. Yeah, Galaxy's still short on, on defenders. Because um, okay. if, if you come in here and you start looking at Hugo Ariano is not a starter, and you know that, and is he even a first-team player, you don't know because he hasn't been. Um, he's been an LA Galaxy 2 guy. He's done okay at LA Galaxy 2, but I wouldn't say he's setting the world on fire, and he should definitely be up on the first team this year. Um, homegrown, though, so yeah. that's that's fine. Um, Rolf Felcher is a starter. Okay. Uh, Tomas Hilliard-Arce, this is his year to come up into it. If you win the beep test, you get a starting spot. That's what I heard. Yeah. Um, yeah, that's absolutely, it's just automatic. It's that's, that's the GBS rule. Let's do the beep test. Good. Yeah. It seems like it, it, depending on who else is walking through the door on defense, he might have to be an option. Yeah. Um, so you had, uh, you have, uh, let's Romney. see the Romney. So he's a starter right now on this team, or he's the first backup to every position on the back line. So however you look at that, uh, you have Shelvick who needs to prove something. He's making a ton of money. Um, so he's a starter right now. Daniel Starr's borderline starter bench player um, sort of backs up there with Romney, but Romney's probably first off the bench. And, were, and then Didi Traore, who has been sort of looking to come back and, and do different things, signed with LA Galaxy 2, um, you know, possibly looking at trying to make the first team. But there's not a lot of starters. Yeah, it's, it's, not, it's not starting caliber experienced defenders who are there. You know, it's if you can say, and again, all about making arguments here. You can make arguments that these guys are ready and they can do it, but there's no proven track record that these players are ready. If, and again, I'm not saying they're good arguments. I'm just saying if if the can. LA Galaxy do not reinforce these defenders by the time the season starts, and I'm talking about you need Polenta who's a starter yep. and you need at least one more guy who is a borderline starter, then they're going to have a lot of the same issues that they had. Now, it's the you, definition of insanity, doing the same thing over and over again and, and expecting, expecting yeah. yeah, expecting a that's, different that's, result. That's what would happen here. I mean, and and you looked again, you look at the offense and you're like, okay, yes, I can feel that. I like it. I, I can see it. Even bringing Juninho in, who's more box-to-box and possibly being able to put him next to Jonathan Dos Santos, who's also box-to-box. Having two box-to-box guys, double pivot. Yeah, curious. We saw how that worked last year, though. That, not, not, not so not well. Not so well. <laughs> Um, so, I mean, that that's something, there's a lot of ifs here. And right now, I was okay with them re-signing basically everybody that they re-signed. I don't, again, Carrasco was like my only thing, and i just I just not going to make a big deal about that. Um, I thought that they would re-sign Romney. I thought that they would re-sign Boateng. I thought that they would re-sign Pontius. I thought Felcher would be back, and he is. I mean, yeah. a, not, a lot of this isn't surprising. There's, yeah, the, and it, like you said, having all these players come back was not the problem. It's you know, what are you going to do to reinforce them and, and provide that extra extra bit of oomph, that extra spice that's going to help you get to the playoffs and, and make a run in an MLS Cup? You need to add to this roster. This roster, as is, is not ready to go there. No. So th- they need to add to it. And uh, defense, the defense has not changed. And so that's that's the concern. Yeah, it's it's one of those. And, and it certainly is, you know... Um, you look at Polenta and you have to feel like he's a starter, but I mean, there's no guarantee that he's a starter. I mean, from what we've seen, hasn't played since June, right? His contract ran out. uh... Based on reputation, it seemed like he would be, but again, he's missing these, these important days of training. So who knows once he gets here, you know how he looks. Um, Again, we'd assume he's a starter, but you don't know. You don't know until he's here and he starts training. Ooh, I mean, that's the bad thing. I was feeling good about this team uh, until about, 
30 seconds ago. It, it, it is. It's important to point out because you have to. You have to say, okay, the Galaxy go out and get Guillermo Verascoletto. Awesome. The Dennis. Go, the, the Galaxy go out and get Dennis Tecloso. Awesome. Those were both great. Yeah. They re-signed Zlatan Ibrahimovic. Great. You did that. You did your job there. Um, you know, you look at everything, and then so far, I'm like, a. You have yes. an A in mm-hmm. this offseason. A A A. Good job. We're giving out grades. Grades. Everybody's getting an A. You know, and then you get to the defense. It's like, okay, you have spots open. You need to bring in the players for that. So who are you getting? How tied are you with everything? Where's the cash? Can you do anything, you know, really to to get um, the defense to be significantly better? And and that's the question too. I mean, obviously we don't know what their budget is or what the salary um, breakdown is, but you know, how much money do they have to play with to get these defenders? So if uh, you know, Tacosa has someone in mind that he wants to bring in, but maybe they're priced out. That, that could be an issue as well. So it's just a matter of figuring out uh, with salary restrictions, right. does that impact why they haven't signed anybody? Because maybe the people that they're looking at are, uh, you know, their pay grade is a little too high uh, for this season's LA Galaxy. I mean, that sort of thing. They do have some money still tied up in Shelvick, and certainly that that ties your hands a little bit. But there, there has to be more. There has to be a correction done here. You have to look at what didn't work last year, and you have to bring it in. Now, you can count on, and you can try to count on Jorgen Shelvick again, um, and you almost have to with the amount of money you're spending. You, you're yeah. sort of like, okay, you have to be good this well, year. And assuming he has a two-year contract, this is his, his last year. His year to say, yeah. show us something, or you know, we'll waive you. We won't. We won't exercise your option on that third year. Or he could have a third year, or he could have a guaranteed third year. We don't know. <laughs> they, they never tell us anything. I'm the guy who broke the news on that story. I have no idea. Um, the guy, it's it just, I thought the Atlantic broke the news on that one. Yeah. Oh, that, the athletic, the athletic, <laughs> the athletic whatever. Uh, yeah. The good. Atlantic's you, a different, you tried to twist the knife. I tried, and you I tried to make funny and it didn't work. Yeah. Good luck. With unflappable that. Josh. Good unflappable. Luck good luck with that. Um, anyway, so, uh, so that's sort of where you sit on the defense. You, you have to do something there. You have to be able to say that we made this team better. If you're the LA galaxy, you wave that flag and you say, we got rid of Giovanni dos Santos. I, maybe I'm throwing things in the air. The, the, you got rid of Giovanni Dos Santos. We kept Zlatan Ibrahimovic. We we did all these things that we were supposed to do, and we fixed the defense. You have to be able to yeah. plant that flag and say, we did something, and that's not what this team shows me right now. And getting rid of players doesn't fix something. So saying that is what worked is get you know getting rid of, of a player and saying, okay, we fixed it because we got rid of something. I don't know that that flies. So you're absolutely right. There needs to be additions to the roster as well. Because as you look at it, if you're going to say, okay, so, you know, look in the Western Conference and who do you feel is going to be, you know, the top five teams in the, in the Western Conference? Are the Galaxy going to be in a top seven? I feel like the Galaxy are probably top seven. It's hard not to be in the top seven. We have <laughs> Colorados and, and Minnesotas. Are they in the West? They're in the yes, West. they are. Yeah. In the, yeah. Minnesota say, and Colorado. Looking at the map, yeah. We, we, were, we were watching the EMLS results, and they had, I think, Minnesota and Colorado were down at the bottom. We're like, oh, look, it's <laughs> mirroring real fitting, life. Yeah. It, was, it was fitting. And then Philadelphia goes and wins the whole thing, yeah. and it's like, wait a minute. <laughs> that's not supposed to happen. That's not supposed to happen. We had a good time. We were joking the whole time. But anyway, no, I mean, that's really where you sit with the LA Galaxy now, is you have to look at that and say, okay, where have they gotten better? Where have they gotten worse? What do they happen? If, if you want to call in, by the way. Uh, we haven't done this in a while, but if you want to call in, you're more than welcome to. Uh, our telephone number, 949-734-4217, 949-734-4217. Uh, if you're listening to us on the podcast, we're not going to answer, but you know, if you're on <laughs> the live show, I can give show, you another number to call in the chat you room, you want to talk about uh, whatever you want to talk about, uh, we're more than willing to uh, to let that open. Uh, unfortunately, it is kind of been a slow news week in terms of what's happening 
there's not a whole bunch it's, of updates. It's one of the interesting things is because the good news is th- there's action. They're, they're, they're practicing. There are things happening at the club. Uh, you know, we're seeing, you know, pictures come in from, from Galaxy's social media of the practices that are happening, which, by the way, shout out, you know, uh, to the photographer, Robert, Robert Mora, Mora. Mm-hmm. because those pictures of the night practices are just spectacular. Sunset. So, that yeah, was, so, that was some good stuff. So it's, it's impressive to see what's happening. So but that doesn't help us on the exactly, podcast, which, Eric. Is, which is the funny thing because stuff is finally happening that we've been waiting for all this off season. But yet at the same time, nothing is really happening because there's no player signings, uh, or, you know, outside of people who we know are happening. So it's, it is interesting. Toy Yorto in the chat room. It could be amazing with polenta. Maze wow. with polenta. It's spelling. That's a spelling. That's a spelling. Yeah, okay. That was good. All right. It took I me a while. Um, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, the, the polenta jokes, you know, we thought the romaine jokes were good. Wait till we get the polenta jokes. There are some delicious we're gonna jokes putting, here. We're going to be putting these jokes on a plate, folks. Every, every podcast, I get hungry. Just just, <laughs> just speaking about all of them. I'm trying to think of all the other ones, by the way. It just, it's good. We, we were good jo- pod. This is good pod. The, we were joking about, like, if you had new, if you had a new Cosmo, if you really had a new Cosmo, like, what book would you have to study and how thick would it be yeah. in order to be able to be, like, old Cosmo? It's like, a character study. Yeah. Like, Cos- Cosmo likes tacos and car chases and is a goalkeeper. <laughs> You know, I mean, there's like little things that you have to get yeah. right, and the, but the little things make that important, right? Yeah, that and and to be honest, that's why Cosmos beloved is because of those little, those small little things. Well, I'll say this, you know, some of the some of the talk from the chat room, and I'll give the chat room a little a little thing talking about the supporters groups and uh, all the stuff that sort of come about because of that. Right. If you don't know, I, I'm going to tell you right now, you should go listen to Riot Squadcast, um, Chris Tucker and Ed. Um, and they had Andrew uh, Alisana, I think I'm saying that right, who's in charge of the LA Riot Squad. Um, they talked about it way more in depth than I'm ever going to be able to do. Um, yeah. I talked to I talked to some of those guys so that way I could have a little bit of knowledge on it. Um, but you know, basically the gist of this right now, and this is, it's new, but it's also an old thing um, from what I understand, which is that it's new that uh, the front office is putting on a full court press to try to get uh, LA Riot Squad to move out of the corner. Um, and join the rest of the supporters in the general uh, admission section over there. They'd have their own section and, and do that. And just basically take LA Riot Squad and move it over next to ACB and the Galaxians. Um, in my mind, when it does it, there's a couple reasons that I think that they're trying to make that move. And there's a couple reasons why that happens. And, and I think... Um, I'm going to tell you right now. First of all, and I have to tip my hat, Chris Tucker and and Ed Rodriguez and uh, Ben, uh, who's producer Ben over there, Ben Aranda, I think, um, and Andrew Alisana. Um, that was one of the most compelling podcasts I've ever heard, um, and I, I enjoyed every minute of it. They're doing an excellent job. I put a tweet out today that basically had all of the independent podcasters that are putting out content right now for your LA Galaxy, mm-hmm. um, and you need to follow all of them. I it's think a great they, time to be alive. There's it, a lot of Galaxy content out there, and, and like you said, their, their podcast went into it, and it's interesting for someone like me because in a lot of ways, I've been around this club, you know, forever. I was at the first game. I've been, I followed the Galaxy, you know, literally since hashtag since 96. So I, I feel like I know a lot about this club, but in, you know, coming into the podcast world and, and listening to the, some of the supporter group things that are happening. in a lot of ways, this is all still very new to me also because, you know, I'm not privy to a lot of the background and the reasoning, uh, you know, for the reason why they stand where they stand or, or you know, kind of the decisions that they're making. So it's interesting to me to hear that perspective. So you're absolutely right. There's a lot of great uh, content out there for to get more boots on the ground feel right. on on what their perspective is. Because from an outsider looking in, you know, these are things that I just didn't know. And I'm someone who's been a fan of the club 
uh, you know, for a long time. I'll, I'll, here's here's my take. Um, trying to move it. I've I'll say all, you want to give a take. I this will. Is I mean, dangerous waters. Dangerous, here. I know it's swimming, <laughs> and I just it, it is what it is. Um, I've always thought that I would like to have the supporters move together. Um, that comes from the take of just being able to have everybody in one voice in, in one area. That's that's always been my take on it. Now that takes into account nothing else. Um, just in, in terms of if it was a perfect world, I was starting a stadium, then I'd like all my brand supporters. New. It was brand a brand new, new stadium, brand yeah. New. So, you know, it, it comes from the simple, oh, yes, I think that would be cool, and that would be fine. That that's Unfortunately, that's not. We don't not live in simple. simple. Uh, we don't live. There's history in that corner for LA Riot Squad. That's where they started. That's where they've been for championships, everything else. Um, and quite honestly, I don't have a say in it because I am not a supporter and i sort of sit there and say listen you guys know your groups way better than i do um and i think you should do what you think is right for it um i'll say this to suddenly think that for some reason that you know the la riot squad isn't loud enough or that the supporters groups need to be together to be louder um is probably laughable because i've been there for mls cups and i've heard how loud all those sections can be and you know i think it it brings a certain uh (coughs) dynamic to it so you know that's not something for me um I don't like the gatekeeping. I don't like the gatekeeping on either side where, you know, you have normal fans who are trying to say, oh, well, they should all be together. And then you have supporters groups saying, well, you're not in a supporters group and you shouldn't be. I don't yeah. like it's like it's that, like that's something. And I will say that that's something that I have seen that, uh, you know, it turns into. And again, <laughs> I could drop. Well, I follow the club longer than you have. Yeah, so I, I get the, this level of membership. So, <laughs> so that's one thing. You know, we're all here to support the team and, and to provide content and insight and opinions. And that's part of it. But the, at the end of the end of the day. It's those supporter groups who are making the decisions and the club who's making those decisions as well. So it's it's just a matter of how they work those things out. Uh, And, you know, kudos uh, to them over at Riot Squadcast for keeping it transparent. Again, they were the ones who were there, so we don't know exactly how everything went down. But, you know, based on what they presented, it seems like approaches could have been different. Different. And so it's not something that's impossible. Uh, I, 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 I can see both sides and I'm going to give the very boring and the very political, the answer is probably somewhere in the middle, you know, that there, there could be a compromise reach at some point, but if you come at it the wrong way, then that compromise is not going to happen. And you're going to have two sides who are going to butt heads. Yeah. And, and, you know, listen from, from the LA galaxy perspective, I'm sure it would be easier. And we talked about, it'd be much easier for, I, if they were all, if they yeah. were all in one section, you understand that both, I, I think security wise, they think it would be easier and maybe it is, maybe it isn't. I don't know. Maybe you just see, maybe you need the same number of security people just in different areas and focus different places. Don't know. Couldn't tell you if they're looking to move the away supporters away from the, northwest corner which is not a great place for them because they have great seats there um if you're looking to move that away then does this help that do you put the supporters up in the upper deck in that area and and, and, and that's a difficult thing too because this is something a lot of people were asking for is you know do we give away supporters premium seating and then uh, with the the galaxy trying to address it it creates another issue so it's just kind of that well, well and that's something they mentioned you know i listened to the podcast as well they said well there's not a bad seat in the house so that's that makes it very difficult too the tennis stadium yeah that track and field <laughs> just let them watch them, it on tv yeah they could ten, track and field put them over there put them in the um, bar no i mean and all that and listen if you're the galaxy one you're moving you're trying to move somebody two you're also gaining a bunch of premium corner seats because i'll tell you right now that the la riot squad probably doesn't play pay full face value on those corner seats that uh make a whole bunch of money on the other side um, so you can understand that's, that's where my seats are yeah, yeah. the other you corner. Can, you can't afford those. You can't afford those. <laughs> um, no, but I mean, so the, I mean, those are the things that you have to look at in terms of transparency, looking at what it is, you know, what's really the motivation here. Do I think that Zlatan Ibrahimovic and Juninho care whether or not the supporters sit together? I don't know. I don't think they do. 
Is it their job to is it to, their, make, to to make that request? I don't know. It's just anyway. <laughs> That's where approaches. I can't yeah, questions I can't, of approaches come into. I can't play. tell you enough to go over to uh, Riot Squadcast and listen to that. It is absolutely a, a very interesting, uh, very interesting um, dynamic, and and they really go through it all, and and you get to hear it from their perspective clearly, and it's one sided until the LA Galaxy decide to come out and say something about it or or do anything else. Then you know we don't really know what it is, and we can certainly see if we can uh, if we can get any sort of response out of the LA Galaxy about it, but I'm guessing they're probably going to keep this internal for a while. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say, if we're waiting, they're still going to announce uh, that they signed Dave Romney again Dave Romney. next week. Yeah, so I don't know. No, that's, that the, we're gonna... <laughs> that's the Athletic, who was three and a half weeks late. Just... I, don't, I don't know if we're going to get a response from the Galaxy, and so that's just something we're going to have to put our trust that the you know people who are providing content are, are giving us the full picture of what's happening. It seems like they're being genuine with their stance, and so it's just... Well, curiouser and curiouser. We'll see how this plays out. I, I will tell you this. Um, and somebody in the chat room said it best. Um, I don't know what the answer is, uh, but I support the supporters. And, and that's that's and that's the ultimate thing is is go. it's their group and they they get to make that decision. And so you know it is what it is. And so I, I made a joke yesterday. I was like, nope, not touching this one. Walking in, walking right back out. Yeah, because I, I can't make that call. I can't. You know. You, sure, you can give opinions, but at the end of the day, we're, what, we're not making we're not making those decisions. It, it's 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 a really interesting dynamic in the way it's playing out, and I'm sure that eventually uh, either something will happen or nothing will happen. It'll be one of those. I don't think they're going to move to the center. I don't think they're moving. <laughs> they're not moving, <laughs> moving to the uh, city national bank seats, I right? Right. I don't think so. Dead square. That's you know sometimes those can be quiet seats that might be a good spot it very well could be all right um no i, I mean i think that's about where where we sit with it if there's more stuff that comes up we'll, we'll talk about it i mean you know i'm here for uh, for an honest discussion about all this I'm and just... that's the whole purpose of the podcast as well that's something that's going on in la galaxy land and that's something that you know it's fair to discuss yeah it's uh it's very interesting all right uh some updates let's let's do some updates from corner of the galaxy updates let's do that why not um, we are having a live show. That's right. Our very first on-location event, live, live event. Uh, we're doing it at Taps Brewery. The The address is a 15501 Red Hill Avenue in Tustin, California. This is on February 16th, 2019. That is the same day as the LA Galaxy take on the Vancouver Whitecaps at the Great Park in Orange County. Uh, again, we are going to be on the patio right now, as weather permitting. If not, we're going to find someplace else inside to, to sit. But I was say, We have Zlatan on our side, so I think... <laughs> God, the, the God. rain the rain won't touch us the, the rain won't touch us but uh <laughs> we we have a great event set up uh 12 p.m the doors will open to the brewery and also to our event basically they start at 12 p.m on saturday uh so we're going to be there uh if you get there between 12 and 12 30 that works great our live show will start at 12 30 we're basically going to go till about two o'clock and then 2 30 2 45 we're going to wrap it up I, Game say, I hope there's a lot to talk about uh, yeah it's a long show <laughs> hopefully it's not a quiet week like it yeah, was, I was you gonna know say uh, we're, we're planning on having some special guests. If I can get some confirmation, I'll let you know who that is ahead of time. But right now I don't have any confirmation. Although I do have two, two people, Ooh. two people. I almost said players. It wasn't players, by the oh, way. Oh no, they're players guys. I, I spoke to them <laughs> behind the scenes. Yeah. Current LA galaxy players are going to drink beers with us and then go play. A free season none, game. none of that is true. That I confirmed. You heard you it here confirmed. first. <laughs> yes. Breaking by the hammer. Um, <laughs> anyway, so, uh, so that's sort of the, uh, the idea there. I think I'm going to make Eric make up a game of some sort that we're going to play as well. We're going to raise some money for the LA galaxy foundation i think i've secured a signed jersey that we're going to be able to raffle off so that'll Beautiful. be for the la galaxy yeah, now foundation. you're speaking my language we'll play games galaxy trivia or something that's right we'll, we'll get something going. we can drink some beer we can have a good time basically get you ready for that la galaxy versus vancouver whitecaps preseason game at the orange county great park so 
plenty of very interesting stuff coming up there. Uh, again, if you want to go to Facebook and Corner of the Galaxy, you can RSVP to the event there. That would be great. If you don't want to, that's fine. Facebook and events isn't a real-world scenario anyway. So taps isn't going to lock you out. Most of you just touch the interested button anyway and forget to hit the going button. So, you know, I know how that is. Ooh, he's uh, feeling, he, you didn't see his face if you're not watching I'm, the live I'm so stream. angry. He's upset. So angry. No, it's fine. <laughs> it's pounding um, on the table. There are fingers flying. There's, it's it's interesting. Um, but no, so we have the uh, the Facebook uh, event is up there as well. So again, uh, Corner of the Galaxy live show on February 16th, 2019 at 12 p.m. start time. Uh, we're going to finish and wrap up around 2.30. So make sure you're there. We have the patio. Uh, we're going to have some beers and we're going to talk about some uh, some galaxy. I mean, and hopefully we have some good guests. I, I The people I have lined up that I think are coming right now are, are going to be interesting for you guys. I think you'll enjoy Perfect. it. And we just have to sort of round that lineup out. Perfect. Um, Jermaine Jones. Yeah. This should be a lot of fun. Once he Jermaine shows up. Jones. <laughs> oh, Eric. hear about his life. Oh, Eric, that's fun. All right, um, <laughs> I'm gonna reach out. Yeah, the other thing that we have going on here, of course, at the podcast, um, we have our T-shirt still on sale. Just 12 days left in this particular campaign for the bed po- best podcast. The bed podcast. That's a different podcast. I did. <laughs> the best pot. Yeah. Careful. <laughs> the the best podcast in the galaxy uh, T-shirts ordered by February 5th is the deal. There, twenty dollars gets you a shirt. Um, those will all wrap up and be sent out whenever that campaign wraps up on February 5th. So please head on over there um, and uh, order those shirts. Cornerthegalaxy.com. Click on the shop button um, and you'll be able to find the shirts right there. $20 helps support the show and really it does go a long way to, to letting us do events like this. I mean, most of the money that we're going to raise for this is going to go into this live event that we're doing. So uh, please go out and do that. I should mention at the live event, we'll probably still have some scarves to sell um, so you can pick up scarves there as well. Might have some stickers and some other fun stuff. We'll see if we can find some other giveaway stuff to, to do as well. I'm sure there's stuff in the studio here I can get rid of. <laughs> I was going to say, if not, I could, you know, I've got sticky fingers. Just send in your requests. So right. I'll, uh, I'll right. bring it to the live show. That's right. You can, you can watch it. You can watch it. <laughs> and, and you mentioned it earlier with, uh, you know, a lot of the content that's out there. I think uh, the Galaxy family as a whole feels like it's, uh, these events are things that bring us together. So I think, you know, having an event, having a live show uh, last year, unfortunately, I wasn't able to make it to your open house. Right. But that's something that seemed like it was well attended. It got people involved. So at the very least, you know, head to taps, have a few drinks. You know, it's always fun to interact with like-minded individuals who support the same club. So, you know, I, I think it'll be a good time. I'm looking forward to it. Yeah, yeah, great. You have the you have the get Jermaine Jones on the uh, <laughs> on the live show. All right, did um, I just give myself yeah, a task? I yeah, shouldn't have said it. Yeah, That's why you, you don't say names, right? Now, now you have to get Jermaine on the show. Great, I can do it. That's I'm gonna good. do it. You're gonna do it. You're gonna land. You're gonna land Jermaine. Line up. All right, great. Well, that's 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 a 90 minute podcast <laughs> all by itself. So. Uh, don't have to worry about any other guests, but we're going to see how that does, and we'll keep you updated as it continues to uh, to go down. LA Galaxy still in training, uh, preseason training coming up. Obviously, that February 5th uh, closed-door scrimmage is their first action, really, that they're going to hit the field and, and actually do something. It's going to be interesting to see when the Galaxy transition out of this two-a-day period um, and what the training schedule looks like from then on out. Remember, three games coming up in the offseason, uh, the second of which is that game um, where we're going to be down at Taps at the brewery here in Tustin. Um, Saturday, February 9th. So remember, they have a game on the 5th and they have a game four days later, Saturday, February 9th at Dignity Health Sports Park on Saturday, 7.30 p.m. kickoff time, LA Galaxy versus Toronto FC. Toronto FC training at UCI right now. I believe that RSL is also in LA and training, I think, around UCI. You don't want to be in uh, in Salt Lake in in January or Toronto in January? No. You're telling me it's nicer in Irvine? No. (laughs) No. Um, So so we'll see uh, see how that goes. Uh, The Saturday, February 16th game we talked about, uh, and then Saturday, February 23rd, uh, Dignity Health Sports Park 
uh, lots of messages and, and certainly pictures have been leaking as of late in terms of the jersey. I know people are talking about it in there. Ooh, it seems like five that, stars is the thing. Again, you're speaking speaking my language. Jerseys is where it's at. So yeah, seeing five stars from MLS Media Day was lotted both on the jacket and on the jersey. Uh, it's exciting. It's something um, that fans have always wanted. We have won five MLS Cups. And so you want to see that displayed when the rule, the rule change, I remember a graphic coming from MLS saying, well, one gold star signifies five cups, which it just seemed bizarre. And especially with each year, the MLS cup winners got a giant gold star. So I, I, it just doesn't make sense. So stick with five, five and, stars. And then when you go past five, you can implement that rule. Whatever. Maybe. Add six, put one on the top of it. It doesn't matter. The keep, one, keep doing it until it's a circle I, well, all the way I around. I think that's, that's what you want to avoid as the league goes on, you know, world cup, it works cause it's every four years. So with these national teams, you're not going to have a circle. It's going to take hundreds of years for that to happen. But if you're giving them away every season, I get the logic of wanting to, Cap it or stop it at some point or make them make some type of representation, but it's the league's still young. You don't need to do that yet. Bring the Scudetto back. Man. I liked it. I liked the Scudetto was great. I think it looked fantastic. That was fun. That was fun. A nice patch that had yeah. the MLS Cup with a star on it. That was cool. Like that. Hey, you're MLS Cup champs. You have the big patch yeah, with get, the star. With and the they do cup it now with the, the the World Cup winners and the Euro Cup winners. I have my Scudetto. Portugal Euro patch. You just throw that on there. Means means a little something extra. Scudetto. That's what you need. Scudetto. Scalotto and Scudetto. Scudetto. Bring it back. Guillermo, Gustavo, <laughs> the twins. Oh, the twins. Do we, are we going to talk about their hairstyles? Uh, that we figured out how to I tell them say, apart? shout out to, to, to Madame Serrano. Madame Serrano, LA Galaxy doing, Outsider. Doing the Lord's work. The, I, I figured it out. Bangs. I got him. You could tell their hair. Bangs. One, Guillermo uh-huh. has, it's it's like a fresh cut. It stands up. Uh-huh. It's a poof. And then Gustavo, he's got a little he's, he's, kind of a, a Bieber, prime Bieber going on, covering up the front. So I, I got it figured out. So thank you. Shout out to you, Madam Serrano. My, my wife, my wife literally told me like the same thing, but it took, uh, it took Madam Serrano there, um, the LA galaxy <laughs> outsider to tell me what that actually meant when she was like, he has more relaxed hair. Just, it's yeah. more relaxed. What? Who? Stands up. Guillermo what? stands up. Guillermo's, Guillermo's got the like, I'm in charge hair and yeah. Gustavo got the, has the, I will run and run around <laughs> yeah. and kick balls. And He's stuff got like the that. number. I'm the number two in charge haircut. Just before we go, um, probably the most impressive video I've seen so far was Zlatan Ibrahimovic and Guillermo Barra-Scalotto taking uh, free kicks. Oh, yes. I saw that. Who won that? Wasn't Shkol- even close. Scalotto by a mile. Scalotto. Guillermo. That was great. So I, I think if anybody, if everybody really gets injured, I think Guillermo and Gustavo I mean, can both suit a, up. It's not a bad idea. I, that's, that's, the, that's the new answer. He's a free kick, free kick specialist. That's the new answer. That's the new answer. All right. Uh, anything else you got before we get out of here? Esports. That's where it's at. E-sports, future, e-sports future of the game. Wear it out. I, I understand. I understand. Why don't you tell people where they can find you? You can find me on Twitter at GIS Hammer. You can also hear me on the Guys in Shorts podcast. You can find them at Guys in Shorts Pod. They have a new format. I haven't been there uh, the past few weeks, taking more of a backseat role now that I'm up- upping my dosage here at Corner of the Galaxy, but they're still worth a listen. You also want to listen to the Rams House at the Rams House. I don't know if you heard, Los Angeles Rams heading to the Super Bowl. So they're excited over there. I, I and then, throw ball. <laughs> throw uh, ball. No. Mm-hmm. So if that's your thing, you could head over there. And then you could also follow me on Instagram at the professional foul, which is at Galaxy Pro Foul. Shout out to one of our listeners, Jesus. So I'm at the esports event. He says he follows the page so he doesn't have to follow the whole team. And that was kind of my intent from the beginning. I'll follow the LA Galaxy social media so you don't have to. So I'm happy to hear uh, that that's working. So again, at Galaxy Pro Foul. P-R-O-F-O-U-L, Galaxy before that. All right, if you're looking for me on Twitter, it's at Jay Gessman, J-G-U-E-S-M-A-N, and of course, at Galaxy Podcast. 
Uh, head on over to cornerofthegalaxy.com. All of our articles, all of our videos, all of our podcasts is all right there, including the t-shirts. Get your t-shirts before February 5th when it all closes down. And of course, be excited for our first live show event ever. I want you guys there. I want to get 100, 150 people there. I mean, I, let's max that patio out. I want standing room only. Uh, let's have a have a lot of fun and enjoy it. So again, February 16th, set calendars noon, kickoff time for the live event there at Taps Brewery. And thanks to Taps for uh, being great hosts to us so far. So uh, we're going to treat them right as well. All right. For Mr. Eric, the Portuguese Hammer Vieira, I'm Josh Gessman. You've been listening to Corner of the Galaxy on cornerofthegalaxy.com. We will catch you next time. You've been listening to the Corner of the Galaxy podcast on cornerofthegalaxy.com. You can follow the show on Twitter and Instagram at Galaxy Podcast. And be sure to check out and subscribe to iTunes, Stitcher, and Facebook by searching for Corner of the Galaxy. And for all of your independent LA Galaxy news, discussion, and entertainment, including this podcast, head on over to cornerofthegalaxy.com. Fans, thanks for listening. We ask that you be kind and courteous to your neighbors as you leave the podcast. We thank you for joining us and look forward to seeing you again. Until then, I'm Michael Arajo, and on behalf of the entire Corner of the Galaxy crew, Goodbye, everybody.